spoopy episodes yeah absolutely it's episode 66 you know what that means right chadley number of the of the beast ah it means three more till 69 the end of season one (laughs) our seasons have 69 episodes all right fair enough i ain't ain't mad at it (laughs) uh okay uh welcome to the movie epidemic podcast chadley's drinking a brew yeah Having a brew. It's two in the afternoon. This isn't the first I've had today. No, I understand that. I was just saying, I'm, I've been sober for 15 days, Chadley. No drugs or alcohol. Jesus, dude. I, I've, I've been sober less than a minute. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> and I'm Day looking ghost, to fix Chadley. it. Fucking pay him. the ghost. Today we're going to be talking about some movie shows. Uh, number one, we're going to be talking about Pay the Ghost, and I don't want to give too much away, but all I'm going to say is right after, we've decided to do the top five worst Nicolas Cage films. Well, you know uh, what I always say? The reason they couldn't pay the ghosts is because Nicolas Cage was taking all that money to pay his album. <laughs> no, dude, he's fucking paying his loan sharks, dude. He's deep. He's got to be deep, or else he wouldn't do all these fucking well, Whatever the case films. is, he has no money. Whatever the case is, Chadley, he has no money. He has no <laughs> Whatever the case is, he has no money. He has no money. He's, he's uh, totally out of shekels. Then we're going to move on to something that's pretty exciting. Uh, our Friday the 13th uh, film of the week. Oh, God bless. God bless. We're doing... <laughs> Are you drunk now? Nah, man. We're, we're going to do uh, I'll Jason. Drink, I'll drink gently. Jason takes Manhattan. Mm. So that'll be, uh, that'll be fun. Clean living, Chadley. Clean, clean living. Clean living. God bless you. And then we're gonna we're gonna end off with a movie that's basically a Friday the Thirteenth movie. It's called uh, The Final Girls. Honestly, they could have slapped Friday the Thirteenth on that bitch, and I would have been like, all right. <laughs> I almost feel like it would have been better. You know, it would have been like if that might've was a, like might have been a five star. I would have gave that the first. That would have been like the first true five star of the series. <laughs> yeah. The rest of the five stars in that series are joke five stars. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Mad Max is a joke is a joke five star. <laughs> what? I said Mad Max is a joke five star. Which one? Fury Road. So you give that five star. No. But you gave you gave Jurassic World a five star, so Yeah, but I, I stand by that. I watched it again this week. Well I this also week. stand by Mad Max being a five star. Yeah, you know, I gave Mad Max five star as well. It's a good film. <laughs> Right. But, uh, now you just being now you just being a fucking <laughs> just being a condescending prick now. Yeah, you also get you know what else you gave a five star? What's that? Age Ultron. Ah, yeah, but I changed it. I changed it to a three and a half. I changed it to still pretty good. I might rewatch it pretty soon. I've got it now. You know what's not a five star, Chadley? What's that? Jurassic World. Mm, I, I mean, like, depends on what you're looking for, right? If you're looking for a smart commentary, and you're not gonna, you're, uh, you're, if you're looking for a, a good movie. <laughs> if you're that's, looking that's for good, these, dialogue, that's what these ratings are based on: is if the movie's good or not. If you're looking for good dialogue, you can look elsewhere. But if you're looking for dinosaurs eating people, you might want to check out Jurassic World. That's all I'm gonna say. 
So let's start off. Pay the ghost. Pay the ghost. Nicholas Cage, this the spookiest movie ever made. I don't so, know how this got greenlit. Yeah, so basically, this is a Halloween movie, and Halloween, Halloween, Happy Halloween. It's, it's like the it's like the most PG Halloween movie I think I've ever seen. Like it's not quite G. But it's like it, there, it, it wouldn't pass for PG thirteen, you know. I don't know who this movie's for, Chadley. No, me neither. Me neither, because there's no, there's no fuck words. It's not scary. It's not no. scary. There's no fuck words, and like the whole. It's mostly just. Just, like, <laughs> it's mostly just Nicolas Cage running around like, "Where's my son? Where is he? Where's Where is my son? Where?" And it's just that for like the first uh, about how long is this bitch? It's like Hour- 90, 90 minutes. <laughs> it might not even be 90 minutes so like the first hour he's running around like where's my son where's my son and then the last 20 minutes uh he finds him there's there's a lot of things wrong with pay the ghost but let's number one nick cage like and we've come to expect this but he bumped out a five percent performance in this i mean he was just doing it for the money pretty obvious but whatever even though Nick Cage is only bumping out 5%, he also manages to be the best actor in this film. So shockingly, <laughs> it's true. Shockingly, yeah. This movie didn't have, have as much screaming as I would have liked, though. There was a little bit of Nick Cage screaming. It was mostly just him being confused, right? <laughs> yeah, it's just, it was mostly Nick Cage confused face. But the plot is is that Nick, <laughs> Nick Cage is a teacher, and... Um, he takes his son out on Halloween and he turns around and his son is Where's gone. Charlie? Charlie? And, Where's Charlie? And I bet you're wondering, oh, I wonder who took his son. But can I tell you who took his son? You a sure spooky can. ghost. A fucking ghost took him. <laughs> this, you this ever movie. hear of that before? A fucking ghost took him. <laughs> like, like, if you've ever heard the word spooky, like, this is like the definition of spooky it's not a scary movie but just like it's like <laughs> oh look a spooky skeleton oh no a spooky ghost like it's all the halloween tropes you can possibly imagine thrown look into at that one lady movie. she might be a witch that might be a witch lady oh witch lady oh no oh they're hearing sounds from the roof must be a spooky ghost and then they do like <laughs> the uh, they do like the, the they look at the camera and it's like all spooky the camera's spooky. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. what I really liked. That's one of the ones that I really enjoyed, actually. Like, they open up the camera, and Nick Cage is like, oh, what is this? It's all, <laughs> it's all, it's all spooky. Up. More, more, tr- <laughs> more tropes. It's like, uh, more tropes, especially in the last, like, 15 years with all the found footage stuff and, like, the ring and stuff. That's a good trope where um, they're watching something that they captured on tape, and it starts to, like, fizzle. That's a good, that's a good spooky trope. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Cage did a lot of that shit where he's like, ooh, ooh, just shocked a lot. Always yeah. shocked. Yeah, I also really liked. I also really liked the stereotypical black cop guy. Oh, black like, cop. Yeah, black cop guy who's like, it's like, you need to get out of my office. I'm just trying to do my job. You sound like a crazy man, just like, just like an angry yelling black cop. That's all he was. Who wrote this? That's what I want to know. Who wrote this and thought it was acceptable? Based on a book, Chadley. <laughs> Not a good book. That's all I'm going to tell you. But like, here's based the based on a New York Times bestseller, Chadley. Jesus Christ, dude! Nah, that wait, it actually, sense. it actually wasn't, but it did oh, win. Okay. Uh, actually, it's hard to say. 
I think I think it won the Bram Stoker Award. Oh, uh, okay. I mean, sure. That is. It, must, it must be like a horror award for horror books, and that must have been like the only horror book that came out that year. Yeah. They were like, "Oh, we got to give it. We got to give it to the, to like pay the ghost, or we got to give it to um, Are You Afraid of the Dark Goosebumps?" So I don't know what. Filmed uh, in Toronto. That's a little in... fun fact. I'm surprised Glacier Films didn't have anything to do with this. <laughs> uh, our little Canadian homegrown brothers. Um, our good friends over at uh, Glacier Films. We know them well. Yeah, Hayden Christensen's a big fan of the show. Good friend of both of ours. But I just here's... went to a bare naked ladies concert with them last night. In fact. God bless. God bless. How was that? How was that? Oh, I knew that was good. It's to been <laughs> one week since you looked at me. <laughs> Fifteen years later, I still know every lyric to that fucking song, and did it's you, not uh, an easy one. Did you did you go up to um did you go up to the lead singer and be like, can I play you in the uh, can I play you in y- your biopic? Yeah, Stephen Page is no longer with them, so that doesn't quite oh, yeah. work. But I oh, yeah. would like to play him in the biopic, um, <laughs> even though he leaves in like oh nine or whatever. I'd, yeah. I'd I'd be in the biopic up until oh nine, and then well, I'd be no, straight out on heroin. And I'm no, a method actor, so I would get on heroin. Uh-huh. <laughs> Here's the thing no. about musicians, in my opinion: if you're not on heroin, I don't want to hear your fucking music, right? <laughs> you know what? That's sound logic. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna hey, say all musicians sound. get on heroin. <laughs> it's a uh, good advice. Good advice. So, and, the- anybody who's famous right now, musician wise. Did a shitload of heroin. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Actually, probably pretty accurate. I mean, not all of them, but like a fair chunk of them. But you'd be surprised. All the big names. You you might be shocked. You might be shocked. <laughs> I think you'd be surprised, but maybe not <laughs> if you know anything about music. What it's I found not a music podcast though. So what do, what do you? <laughs> what I found probably to be the worst thing about pay the ghosts is like in the last 20 minutes they're being told that they have to go into the spooky ghost dimension uh, okay. to retrieve their kid and like nick cage and his wife just seem like totally unfucking phased by the whole thing like as if it was as if like they like they're just like oh, okay gotta go to the spooky irish church what, what we gotta do Oh, well, I guess it's for the love of their dimension. child, Chadley. The love yeah. of their child. Okay, going into the spooky dimension, I guess. Grabbing the kit. Oh yeah, we made it out of the spooky dimension. It was like it was like uh, it was like poltergeist, but zero stakes. Yeah, yeah, no, the stakes were the stakes were hilariously low. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't even remember what happens in the ghost dimension, but from what I recall, he walks in, grabs him, walks the fuck out. Yep. Low you stakes. Mean- You'd be correct. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> and it's just and like at first you're like, oh, I guess they got off scot free. And then at the very end, they show the dead body of like the assistant, and you're just like, okay, I guess it wasn't. I guess they didn't get off scot free, but they don't give a shit. They got their kid back. And I like at the end where the kid doesn't remember it. Right? He's like. He's he's just talking about like he was gone for like a year. He was gone for a full oh, yeah. year. Nick Cage just loses his mind. He's like, oh, oh, turns a corner. He's like, oh, oh, Charlie, oh, for a year. <laughs> <laughs> and then he brings him back out of the ghost dimension. Kid doesn't remember a thing. Thinks it's still Halloween 2014. Kid's all <laughs> fucked up. Kid's fucked up now. He's a oh, year man. behind. He doesn't know how old he is, Charlie. This is something you can't <laughs> explain to him either. 
He's yeah, ranked no. 2014 on all of his quizzes and shit at school. <laughs> he's, get, he's getting that, you know, like when you're in like a young enough grade that you get marks for getting the date correct. Yeah. He's getting that mark taken off every time. Nobody can explain that to him. They're like, yeah. hey, it's 2015. He's like, why the fuck would it be 2015? 2014, <laughs> as long as I can remember. I went to bed last night. It was 2014. It ain't December. <laughs> then like on New Year's. They got the 2016 posters up. He's like, I think you guys got this all wrong. You guys might have fucked up this side here. Kid's nine and he's throwing mad jokes out. <laughs> it's just it's just crazy to me that like how perfect this movie is, but like in no way. You know, like it's perfect because it's a Halloween movie and like it it's advertised as a Halloween movie and they drive it home. They, they just want you to know that it's Halloween. Uh, this could uh, this could be in the Halloween franchise, and I wouldn't bat an eye, honestly. <laughs> no, no, me neither. Honestly, I, at the end of the movie, I might be like, oh, well, no Michael Myers in that one. Okay, I mean, okay. I mean, he wasn't in the third one, so it's not out of, you know, it's not surprising, really. You know, throw, here's another thing that I found fucking hilarious, is that... After the kid disappears, obviously Nick Cage and his wife split up. And then 10 minutes later, they're like, want to get back together? So what was the point of the split in the first place? I bang other dudes. I, yeah, she must have banged other dudes. Like that, that must be a deleted scene or something. Her banging other dudes? Banging the black cop, maybe. Yeah. Fuck. Maybe. I could have wrote a better fucking movie here. In one punch-up, in one punch-up of the script, I would have made this thing a fucking bang. I'm wondering I'm wondering if, like, there's a bunch of in the book that they just decided not to use. I'd imagine, Chadley, this was an hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> they shortened it for sure. But I, I don't know. The worst part about this movie is just, like, when you go in watching like a C Nicolas Cage movie, you wanted to do some crazy shit. And pretty much all he did, as you said before, is he just looks confused the whole movie. <gasps> doesn't doesn't really <gasps> shout. Like yeah, not all, enough yelling, not enough yelling for my taste for sure. It almost felt like he was doing like the whole national treasure bit where he's trying to like figure things out in his surroundings. Yeah, but low like, stakes. Yeah, but low stakes and it didn't work. Low stakes didn't work. If that kid didn't come back, they probably would have been like, oh, that sucks. I don't think he, like, it's like one of those episodes of X-Files where they don't do anything. It just kind of falls into place. That's what this felt like. It was (laughs) like a low stakes episode of X-Files where Mulder and Scully don't actually do anything. Shit just happens to them. Nothing fucking did happen in this movie. Like the first, uh, until they go to that Irish church, fucking nothing happens. Like, literally nothing happens. I think I nodded off about halfway through there because it was just... It's painful. That was something that was so certainly shumption. Certainly shumption. It's a... Uh, couple this, jump this... scares, right? I believe there's a couple jump scares. Oh, oh yeah, they throw, they throw out some jump scares. They did the whole uh, horror stinger, you know, like the room thing when they did the jump scares. So that that's, like, that's, that's one thing that I think people don't understand is that's... Not scary. That's startling. That's completely different from like when you're making a horror movie. When you're making true terror, a lot of the time it comes from the suspense. 
Uh, in this, there's no suspense because there's no stakes. There's a couple <laughs> startling moments, but nothing about this is scary. Like, this almost feels like, and I think it probably is more of a mystery movie than it is a horror movie. Yeah, I'd say it's a, uh, probably a chiller. A chiller. Yeah. But it just, it doesn't, like, the mystery doesn't really do anything. They find their first clues, like, right at the beginning of the movie. The first clue is the kid says, pay the ghost. Pay the and, ghost. Like, pay the and, ghost. Like, that's the and, clue. And they're like, sorry, sorry, all the money's went to Nick Cage. We can't really pay the ghost. <laughs> can't pay the ghost. That's it. That's the clue they get, and they hang on to it for the entire movie. There <laughs> and then is... guess what they figured out, Chadley? What's that? They figured out an hour into the movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then there's 20 minutes of ghost dimension. A lot stuff. of meth dudes in this, hey? A lot of oh, meth yeah, dudes. Yeah, yeah, he goes to the meth house. I don't know why he's there. He's a university um, university teacher. He goes to the meth house because uh, the meth meth daughter, the meth daughter got also abducted by a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of sense. A lot of makes a lot of sense, this one. Sure does. Sure does. I. Uh, it seems like the script was at least proofread twice, you know? But maybe not even. <laughs> Oh, it wasn't proofread at all, dude. I think uh, they got to start running these scripts by us, I think. Yeah, absolutely. They got to send them to us, and then we can send them back and be like, ah, here's your first Here's your first problem. We took a look at the budget. Um, more than half the budget's going to Nick Cage. I'd maybe fix that. <laughs> you know? I'd get a higher budget or you know, just get somebody else. I'd just love to punch up any, any Nick Cage script because I would make them infinitely better. Maybe not drive angry. I can't really fuck with that one, honestly. I think what these like indie like C movie producers don't understand is that Nick Cage isn't exactly a selling point anymore because he does dollars (laughs) because he does so many of these C movies that almost all of them are just lost. You and I are like the might be the only people who see this. Oh, (laughs) we are the only ones who watch any of these fucking movies. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Like nobody's fucking nobody what, else watched Outcast. Like let me tell you though, they make for good fucking content, and that's why we watch. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Just because it's it's so fucking it's it's startling, you know. It's it's shocking. Just how many how like the lengths that Nicolas Cage will go to destroy his career. It's just, absolutely. He's not even a name anymore. Like he's not even a name. He can, he can never be in anything big ever again. He's no. unreliable. No, it's sad. It's sad, but it, well, because like he keeps taking time. I bet he's you, about, like he, he's about as good as Keanu, and Keanu keeps getting in big stuff. I bet you. I bet you that Nicolas Cage keeps getting calls for like good movies and like big movies, but he's like, "Fuck, I already, I already signed the pay the ghost contract." Like <laughs> that actually might be true. <laughs> I, I bet if Keanu and Nick Cage were in an acting contest, I think Nick Cage could outact him. Oh, for because sh- Nick Cage is a good actor. He just decides not to act usually. <laughs> like you see things like Leaving Las Vegas or Adaptation, dude. He's fucking good. He just decides not to act. <laughs> he's having a good time. He's having fun out there, Chadley. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he's make he's just making bank now, right? Yeah. That's all he's doing. He's just he's saving up. He's got mortgages on his pyramid. Doesn't he have like a lot of houses and shit? Like, yeah, I think I think he's got quite a few. Maybe, and maybe bet, buy less houses and then you don't they, have to use pay the ghost. All I'm going to say is I bet all those houses have second mortgages on them right now. Yeah, they do. I know he <laughs> lost the one in Florida recently. Well, you know what? Pay the ghost might be responsible for that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Right, well, we could probably move on. Fucking Nicolas Cage. Now, speaking of Nicolas Cage, he does a lot of really shitty movies, so we're going to do our top five worst Nicolas Cage movies. I'm going to start us off this week. It's gonna giddy go up, Chadley. Giddy up. My number five is, is the film, in, uh, the film uh, that we've been talking about today. Is pay the ghost number five. Is okay. Pay the ghost. I couldn't fucking believe this shit. It was it was so boring. I hated it so much. But we've already said enough about pay the ghost. No stakes. Shitty shitty movie. All startles. No scares. My number five. One of these movies that just looks like every other movie he's done. Uh, it's called Season of the Witch. You know what? I've never seen Season of the Witch. What's it about? I I, like, like, I've seen the DVD. Yeah, he's like a he's like a warrior that has to fight witches. I've seen like half of it on cable once. It's fucking garbage. <laughs> it's it's like it's 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 not very many uh, Nick Cage movies that I don't finish for comedic reasons. This had no redeeming qualities. No comedy, no comedy whatsoever. It's in this not show. even really that funny. He's just running around with a sword, going <gasps> trying to fight a witch. <laughs> I has like a magic sword or something. He's fighting a witch with it. Fuck it. Is he doing a lot of screaming in that one? Yeah, there's quite, there's quite a bit of yelling, but it's not like funny yelling. It's just like him in like you know how we watched Outcast, where he was like uh, a knight. Yeah, very very similar in concept. Does he do? Does he do? Uh, does he do fancy talk in that one? I believe. Yeah, I believe that's a fancy <laughs> one. Speaking of fancy talk, my number four is Outcast. Outcast. And Hayden Christensen, where he does the fancy talk the whole movie. This movie is so fucking bad. And, like, what makes it worse is just, like, how terrible Nick Cage is at doing any kind of accent. Um, that's, like, uh, I actually looked it up. You've seen oh, Vampires. You, you, you've heard, seen Vampire's Kiss, yeah? Oh, yeah. I'm a, a great, vampire. It's a great fucking movie, but I guess, like, I looked this up. I guess he was trying to do a British accent in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> like that's what was going on with his voice is that he was doing a British accent, just not pulling it off at all. Oh my god, that's not even close to what British people sound like. <laughs> it's not even close. It's fucking, fucking terrible. But that movie is not on my top five worst list because that movie is uh, one of the best films I've ever seen. Well, I, think, I believe it's not your best, actually. Yeah, yeah, I think it's my number one. I believe it's a my number one. Might be one. your number one. Uh, my number four is Pay the Ghost, so we can probably just move on to your number three. Fuck Pay the Ghost for sure. My number three, I don't know if you've ever seen this movie, but it's it's shocking. Uh, Nicolas Cage, side by side with my boy, Jay Baruchel. This is called The Sorcerer's Apprentice. Oh, uh, never seen that one. Based on Based on Fantasia, which is a great movie. Yeah, um, sure. but, does, wait, does Jay Baruchel play Mickey Mouse? You're goddamn right he does. Oh, fuck. It makes no now sense. Now I kind of need to see that. <laughs> it's um We're also good yeah. friends with Jay Baruchel. He's 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 in the club with uh Hayden Christensen. Hayden Christensen, yeah. We're That's a couple of Toronto boys, you know. S- squad and pod, right? Squad and pod. Yeah. But uh you gotta, you gotta get Jay on here at some point. He's a good friend of ours. Yeah, absolutely. But Sorcerer's Apprentice, this is a movie you absolutely must skip. It's fucking unbelievable garbage. I have to see but that it, means I have to see it though. It's just it's just Disney trying to it's basically Disney trying to continue the success of the National Treasure films. You know that uh that that new Vin Diesel movie season or season of the what is it? The Witch Hunter or something like that. Uh-huh. 
Glasswind Hunter, something like that. Something yeah, that's that's feels like what this is. It's like just trying to do a fantasy movie, cashing in on a big name, but it's yeah. obviously not going to work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That movie bombed. Surprise, surprise. Sorcerers or Last Witch Hunter? Last Witch Hunter and probably Sorcerers. I'd imagine, right? I don't think I knew anybody who saw Sorcerers um, like in um, theaters. Let's take a look. I'm going to see if Sorcerer's Apprentice did in fact bomb. And with Disney, so it might not have. But Yeah, I mean, they got the Disney logo there. Yeah, holy shit. This, movie made, this movie made $215 million. But the know, must have did good overseas or something. But the budget, are you ready for this? Dis Disney hawked over a hundred and fifty million dollars for this project. Yeah, they, mm. they didn't make much off that. Yeah, they, they, they didn't even get their money back, honestly. Yeah, especially if they had a high advertising budget, which I think they may have because I remember right. seeing I remember seeing ads for it. I don't really remember ads very well. So yeah, it's it was fucking everywhere. They had those pop ups. You remember like those pop ups that you, they put in movie theaters for like the big movies? Did they have that? Yeah, oh, I remember it had Nick Cage and Jay Baruchel. He was like sort of like he had his back. He had his back to you, but he was like turning towards you. Ah, uh, cool guy pose. And then Jay, <laughs> Jay Baruchel was standing there looking confused as heck. You know, just like classic stuff. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. But yeah, that's, um, yeah, 100% fuck the Sorcerer's Apprentice Forever. Right. What's your number three? My number three, little movie where he's got bird fucking hair. This is Bangkok Dangerous. I don't think I've ever seen this one. And if I did, it was a long time ago and I forgot about it. I would recommend checking it out, actually. It's pretty fucking, <laughs> uh, it's pretty fucking ridiculous in every aspect, really. Because it's, it's a remake of a, of a Chinese movie uh, with the same name. Uh, and then it's just Nick Cage kind of being Asian, which is hmm. Wait, pretty what? fucking... Whoa, wait, kind whoa, whoa, whoa. of Asian. He kind Back of just plays Asian. Why? I don't know. Does he? Does he like? Like I can imagine like Nick Cage getting to the getting to the thing and being like, "So you're gonna peel my eyes back?" Or like, like what the fuck? You can't have Nick Cage play Asian. Kind of plays Asian. It's weird. It's a weird one. Can I tell you? Not fun good. Fact it's for sure not good. Can I tell you some, uh, a fun fact about films? Hmm. Uh, there's Asian actors that you can hire. So, yeah. you know, maybe don't hire Nick Cage. I always get this one. Just while we're on the topic, I always get when uh, this movie came out, like, almost the exact same time as the movie Drive Angry. Yeah, Drive Angry is the good one. Yeah, and I remember seeing the Bangkok Dangerous reviews and being like, ah, oh, so they both got to be bad, right? And mm-hmm. then I actually watched Drive Angry, and let me tell you something, dude, that I fucking adore it. If you if you learn anything from this episode, people go watch Drive Angry immediately. That shit is fucking bananas, and it's, it's actually pretty good. <laughs> it's, it's, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. Like it's not that good of a movie, but it's really fun to watch. Yeah. Like the scene where he's like got these du- double wielding pistols while still fucking that girl inside a woman. <laughs> inside a woman, and he's murdered. Me. It's the most insane shit. It's one of the best scenes in movies, in my opinion. <laughs> I'll never forget it for sure. My number two worst Nicolas Cage movie. Now he made two of these movies, but I specifically want to focus on the second one: Ghost Rider: Spirit of Vengeance. Ghost Rider two. All CG, oh. no Nick Cage on those. <laughs> yeah. 
Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance not only is all CG. I, I remember, I recall it being about 80 minutes. And I it's also short. recall nothing happening except for he goes to a coliseum and stops being the Ghost Rider. Oh, yeah, that was a weird one. I, I do remember <laughs> seeing it. I did see it. Not in theaters. I think I, I, think I stole it. But uh, it was bad. The, the first one, the first one is not very good either, but like it's like it's watchable. Yeah, it's passable, I'd say. But yeah, yeah, it's passable, sure, sure. The second one is just a mess. It's him screaming because he's turning into the Ghost Rider or him screaming because he's not the Ghost Rider and he's getting beat up. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, the, the, two, that's the two things that happen in that movie. Absolutely. What is your number two? My number two. A beautiful little film about the rapture called Left Behind. Oh boy, Left Behind. The most 90s ass CG that I've ever seen in my entire life. While we're on the topic, my number one is Left Behind. Left Behind. Well, there is a, there is one movie, Chadley, that is a little bit worse than Left Behind. <laughs> it's an it. alien invasion movie. You ever seen this, Chadley? This is called Knowing. Oh, I, yeah, I did see that. I, I don't know. Like, it's pretty shitty, but I, it's well, it's one of the worst movies ever made. Chatley. <laughs> it's pretty shitty. Oh, I can't believe I forgot about knowing. How did that one slip past me? You're lucky. Know. You're lucky this time. It's pre- it's a pretty shitty movie. I don't think it's as bad as Left Behind because it doesn't. I might like, I might watch Left Behind again before I ever watch Knowing again. <laughs> My watch left behind before I die. Neither of those things I would do. Do you ever stop and think about what would you do if like the rapture actually happened and you were left behind and like your entire family wasn't like, would you just like, just like own the house then or would you do? No, my family would be left behind. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't, I don't think a single one of my family members have ever stepped into church. So not fair enough. Fair enough. My family might go up, but, uh, I mean, I'd be Papa, Papa McHugh might. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. My dad would go out. Maybe my mom. <laughs> maybe. Questionable, though. Questionable youth. That's the thing maybe, about Maybe that. my middle brother, but me and my oldest brother, for sure, no. No, absolutely not. <laughs> for sure. No, but would be, you know what would be good, though, is they would stop making so many goddamn movies and I could catch up. Oh, <laughs> true, true. There'd be less actors. I mean, we'd still have, like, our Tom Cruises and whatnot. Which is fine in our Nick Cages. Mm-hmm. Um, we'd lose, I don't know, like some of the, sh- we'd lose like Kirk Selena Cameron. Gomez. We'd, le- we'd lose Kurt Cameron. Maybe not, you know? Because uh, Kurt Cameron's a douchebag. Uh, the fucking, oh, he we'd directed lose- American Sniper. Oh, yeah, we'd lose Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood's done. <laughs> Clint Eastwood's <laughs> done. American. And God. We'd lose-, we'd-, we'd lose Chris Pratt. Oh yeah, he's into Jesus and shit, right? Yeah, he, he's yeah, he's hella into Jesus. Uh, you know, we'd lose we'd lose some of the good ones, but like we'd also lose some of the shitty ones. We would if we, if the rapture had happened last year, American Sniper wouldn't have been released. That's all I'm saying. Rest in peace, Chris Kyle. <laughs> Rest in peace, Chris. <laughs> Holy fuck! Uh. So that's the top five. Don't watch Left Behind or Knowing. They're fucking terrible, terrible films. Watch Drive Angry, though. Yeah, for sure watch Drive Angry. Like, I, yeah, I, know, I know we talked about this a lot when we did our top five Nick Cage movies, but watch Knowing. It's Or not Knowing. Uh, no, don't, don't watch Knowing. Don't watch Knowing. Watch Drive Angry. Yeah, absolutely. 
I'm excited. I'm excited, Buck. You know why I'm excited? Why are you excited, bud? Because this week, Jason takes Manhattan. Oh, he's taking Manhattan. He's taking Manhattan. <laughs> uh, so this week we watch Friday the 13th, Part 8, one of the most banned films of the series. It's called Jason Takes Manhattan. And let me tell you something. I'd never seen this one till this week, and it's fucking incredible. Boy, is it good. Oh, it's, it's, it's unreal. Some of the... Okay, so we'll, we'll give we'll give you we'll give you the rundown of it. Basically, you're on a boat that's going towards Manhattan, which I, like, I'm not really sure how Crystal Lake connects to Manhattan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is Crystal Lake part? Is it like a bay? Like I don't know, but it like it seems a lot bigger in this movie, and it's also connected to a major waterway, which I was not aware of. <laughs> yeah, in fact, I was pretty sure they showed it in full in many movies, and it was. Just a lake. Yeah, just a like. You, I don't even think you could boat like a motorboat on it, but apparently, yeah. in full <laughs> uh, fucking houseboat. <laughs> it's a steamer. It's a fucking steamroller. Yeah. Fuck these. A giant steamboat can come through. Now, when you go into a movie called Jason Takes Manhattan, you expect a lot of it to be in Manhattan, but that is not the case. Most of no. this, in fact, takes place on the boat. Now, a lot of people have issues, take issue with that. I do not, however, because that is where some of the best character development in any Friday the 13th movie happens. Yeah, I know. You know what? I'll give you that. But <clears throat> here's the thing. Last week, I said, if we get one more character with childhood trauma, I'm going to murder somebody. Yeah. Might have to murder somebody. Murder? No, I, I don't know. I haven't decided yet. I might have to murder. I have to murder somebody now. I'm a man of my word. I'm going to I'm going to tag the, the the FBI account. <laughs> in this in this one. Yeah, absolutely. But like basically what happens is that they get on the boat and they're going to Manhattan and it's like a graduation thing and then uh-oh, Jason Voorhees um gets on the boat. I do you take the bottom of the lake. I do take a little bit of issue with the boat part. Uh it's the I know, first a lot of people do, but I disagree. I think it's fantastic. It's, it's about the first hour and while the character development is pretty good um for a friday the 13th movie it does get a little it does get a little boring and it does just kind of make you just go like come on let's just get there already you said we're going it's like the reason is because you didn't know there was a boat yeah i knew there was a boat because i've seen this movie 10 times and i love every second of it but it does get a lot better once they get to Manhattan. It's the most fun you'll have in this series, probably, once they get to Manhattan. One of my favorite scenes is when they're when they're shoving heroin into that girl and trying to rape her, and Jason shows up and just just kills it, kills the guy with a heroin needle. It's <laughs> a good kill. Kills the guy with a heroin needle. But there's one scene in in specific that is probably the funniest scene I've ever seen in any movie. There's a character named Julius. And he's a boxer. And, like, yeah. you see him boxing throughout the movie. He's a homie. Yeah. But then, like, he's being chased by Jason, and he goes up to this rooftop. And then him and Jason have a boxing match on top of the roof. Yeah. And then, like, I was just, like, when he was punching, I was laughing my ass off. I was dying. 
And then Jason uppercuts him, and his uppercut is so powerful. It takes his head clean off. It's the most insane thing I've ever seen. There's, another, there's a few great other scenes where the, where he's just Jason walking down the street, and he kicks uh, the boombox that these punks were listening to. And they're like, hey, man, we're going to fuck you up. You want to fuck? And then they pull out their switchblades, and then he lifts his mask, and he's all spooky. And they're like, oh, sorry, man. <laughs> Never mind, man. Never mind. Oh, yeah. And, like, uh, one thing that I do want to say about this movie that I always really like in movies is I really like when movies take place in Times Square. Because when you do that, when you take a movie to Times Square, you can get all of your product placement, like, out of the way in 30 seconds. And there doesn't need to be any more product placement in the movie. So I really like when movies do that. You're a big fan of that, hey? Yeah, yeah, I think it I think, like it works really well. You can get all your prog placement right the fuck out of the what about, way. What about Vanilla Sky uh, when they shut down that entire thing and it's just Tom Cruise running through it? I'll tell you a fun fact about Vanilla Sky. Yeah. I adore that film. So you like it, but there's no yeah. ads. Yeah, uh, I wish I wish there would. I, w- I wish there was, but like I still like the movie a lot. Still adore that film. It's pretty good. You know, pretty strong, pretty strong cruise offering, in my opinion. Of <laughs> One of Cruise's better films, for sure. Right up there with Top Gun and uh, War of the Worlds. I've never seen War of the Worlds. It's pretty good. I mean, people, some people take issue with it, but I kind of like it. But uh, back to Jason Takes Manhattan. Just every second that they're in Manhattan is the most fun that you'll have watching a Friday the 13th movie. And it's the most most fun I've had since we started this series, for sure. Um, yeah, it's just, it's a hell of a lot of fun. I think that the main girl character, pretty bland. Pretty bland. But, creepy uncle character. Good Love stuff. Him. Yeah, that's good stuff, right? Hey, that's what I call good content. Right? <laughs> I, I, I like that character so much because he was so well-defined as just like a shithead, you know? <laughs> Like, you could just tell from the minute it started, you're like, oh, that guy's going to be a fucking shithead. Get yeah, he's wearing a that. shitty suit. Yeah, he's, and he's being a cocksucker. That guy's a shithead right there. And so that part, that I really, really enjoy. Um, him and Julius were probably the strongest characters. Yeah. One thing that I thought was weird is that there's a scene where they get into a car, and it's like her, I guess her mother figure or her caretaker or whatever, Julius, her, and her uncle – and they crash the car into a pole. And then the uncle, Julius, and the main girl, like, flee out of the vehicle. And the caretaker just, like, stays in there and it explodes. And it's like, okay, we can, we're just going to dance around the fact that this girl just, like, died? Straight dad as fuck. Yeah, it's, it's definitely, it's strange. It's strange to me. Uh, I'm also a big fan of, um, there's a scene there early in the movie that I really like. Or the girl makes out with her teacher and videotapes it and then frames him with it. <laughs> it's good stuff. A yeah. Good stuff. A lot of good stuff in this movie. I'd say Friday the 13th Part 8, this is probably the best one we've watched so far. It's, it's a strong offering. That's what, that's what I always say. It's really, really strong. And the Manhattan stuff is so much fun to watch. Every second there in Manhattan is a thrill ride. They, they certainly didn't. They certainly sillied it up, and that's what I like. Yeah, you know, like if you're gonna have it, like here's the thing. I think, I think the poster might actually be better than the movie. 
<laughs> yeah, it's true. Where it's his face over the buildings. Yeah. That's that is definitely strong. Oh, he's man. like kind of reaching over with a knife over the buildings. It's great. Really good poster. Probably my favorite one. I actually might need to get a print of that. I'm gonna <laughs> hey man, I'm gonna put it up right behind me there. If I saw this in a store for like seven ninety nine, let me tell you, I would not buy it. I'd go up to twenty, honestly. Oh, you go up to twenty for yeah. this poster? Yeah, nineteen ninety nine. You know what? Maybe, maybe I'd go for it. for this poster. I'd I'd pay poster mint, Chadley. I'd want to get it framed. That's how good this poster is. One hundred percent. You know. You know what? I- you know when you walk into a chick's house and she's got a, a poster of Pirates of the Caribbean framed and you're like, ooh, better leave here. <laughs> yes, I've actually seen that before. <laughs> it's more common than you might think. Yeah. Or like uh, or like a, like a Hugh Jackman, like a picture of Hugh Jackman. I've sure. seen that a lot too. A lot of girls have that one. Mm. What I see more than anything, and I don't get it, in like in like girls' houses for posters, it's just like a poster of just like, like you know like psychedelic colors and like it doesn't mean anything or resemble anything it's just like a wave of like hippie colors you know what i'm talking about you hang out with a lot of gypsies hey chadley <laughs> no i don't i just see this poster a lot and it's the same one it's the same one every fucking time never it's like shaped it. like a flower oh no never seen that but uh anyway i move on from uh 100 percent fuck yes. It's fantastic. Speaking of Friday the 13th, this was a Friday the 13th movie. This is called The Final Girls. Final Girls. This movie is is a lot of fun. Um basically what we have here is we have this girl's this girl, her mother was in basically Friday the 13th. They call it they they call it what well, Camp Blood. Camp Blood. So they're not really being, they're not really dancing around it. They're, they might as well have just said it's fucking Friday the 13th. Fucking Friday the 13th. They should have tried and got the rights. I think, yeah, end. this this almost would have been better if it was like Friday the 13th part 11. You know? Yes. Integration yes. or something. Stupid it would have been like the best that. one made probably. Yeah, it would have been, it would have been really good. This is a great movie. Basically, her mom was in Camp Blood, which is Friday the 13th, and um, they go to watch it in a movie theater after her mom has passed away in a car accident. And she just, you know, just like to, there's like a, a double feature of the first one and the second one. And they're like, okay, we're going to go watch this in the movie theater. And then there's a fire that erupts. And they're like, let's get out of here. So they decide the best way to get out is to cut through the the, the screen and uh-huh. walk through. And by doing that, they get sucked into the movie. What the fuck? Does that work, Chad? Yeah, it's the most insane thing. Can I tell you one thing that, that surprised me about this movie, though? Huh. Uh, it's an R-rated movie. And Malin Ackerman, she didn't show her tits. Yeah, she did at the end, didn't she? Didn't she? Did she? I think so. Malin Ackerman is famous for showing her tits in movies all the time. Oh, you know what? This is PG-13, so no tits. No tits. But it's a lot of fun. Basically, they're in the movie, and they alter the the plot line of the movie by being there, essentially. Mm -hmm. uh, I also really liked when they first got in, and then the the people drive up to them, and they're like, hey, do you need a ride? 
they're like, no, thanks. That's okay. And then it's like 92 minutes later and the same people drive up at the same time. Hey, you need a ride? Uh, Whole film. Yeah. So basically the idea is based around the fact that in these old horror movies, there'd always be one final girl that would take on uh, the main bad guy and everybody else would be dead. And so this girl goes with her mom and the girl doesn't know that she's her mom. And they try and they try and figure it out. They try and kill this guy named what was it? It was like Tommy or something. It was something like that. Uh, uh, Billy. It was Billy. Billy. Yeah, it was Billy. Billy. So basically, just it's fucking, it's fucking, it's fucking Jason. Like for Christ's sake, basically, Jason was bullied at camp when he was a kid, and then he got horribly disfigured because he's fucking Jason. He's, he's fucking Jason. That's all he is. Um, a lot of really good performances in this one. One that I specifically wanna wanna mention: Thomas Middleditch, mm. dude. Love the kid. I, I fucking adore Thomas Middleditch. He is so goddamn funny. He's got such good comedic timing. Um, have you seen uh, Have you seen that show he's on? Uh, the The Silicon Valley. Oh no, I've never seen that. He was on. Uh, he was on College Humor as he played a character called the Noobs that I always thought was really funny. Mm-hmm. That was a watch good Silicon thing. Valley. It's he's <laughs> awesome on that show. Silicon Valley. Is he like the main guy? Yep. Oh, he's oh it's TJ Miller too. Yep, TJ Miller, Kumail Nanjiani. It's great stuff. Oh, dude, this is this is a ten out of ten cast. I might have to watch this fucking immediately. It's really good. The f- two seasons out, great stuff. Love love so. Oh, dude, it's got Martin Starr as well. Martin Starr, yeah, he plays one of the programmers. It's great. Oh fuck, that looks awesome. But uh, yeah, Thomas Middleditch, fucking hilarious in this movie. Uh, of course, Malin Ackerman. She's she's fine. You know, she's one of those actor actresses who's like every time I see her, I'm like, yeah, she's not terrible. You know, she's never fine. mad at it. Never mad at it. Yeah, no, especially when she shows her tits, which is like pretty much all the time. But um, yeah, well, I wasn't, I wasn't angry. I wasn't angry at fucking uh, what's her name, Malin Ackerman. <laughs> Malin Ackerman. <laughs> you forgot it, even though you were talking about it 14 seconds ago. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, another good performance um, from an actress that I actually do quite like is Aaliyah Shawkat. Uh, mm-hmm. You might. You might know her from uh, Bart Got a Room fame. Yeah, Bart Got a Room. Love it. <laughs> or, or more Nobody's commonly, I guess, that. Arrested Development. Arrested Development's probably. Uh, maybe on Arrested Development. Adam Devine, my boy. Oh, dude. Adam Devine. He's so he's, good at playing that one character. He's the only reason that anybody would ever want to watch those Pitch Perfect movies. Yeah, yeah I agree. I fucking yeah. love him in those movies. Yeah, he's fucking, he's the most, he's the funniest part. Still not also uh, still also Keegan Michael Key. Yeah, Keegan. One. He was Keegan. fucking so good in that movie. Yeah, yeah. We we never talked about that second per- pitch perfect movie, but Keegan, Keegan Michael well, Key we can is. We talk about it now because we'll probably never get to an episode of yeah, it. Yeah, it's absolutely. okay. Yeah, it's it's uh pretty mediocre. Um, the music the music is really good. And here's yeah, the thing: it's it's, it's like, funny. It is funny. I think. I just think less fat Amy. Yeah, I'm the I'm I'm fucking Rebel Wilson is doing the same the same bit that Melissa McCarthy's doing, and I'm fucking done with it. Yeah, I'm real done with it. But um, how fucking good is Adam Devine? <laughs> Adam Devine is so funny. Uh, one thing I will say about Pitch Perfect Two though is okay. that no matter how shitty your movie is, there's just something about Anna Kendrick's singing voice that I just absolutely fucking adore. Like 
It just sounds so much better than fucking any pop star. Out that right fucking now. Uh, also the German guy from those YouTube videos played the German guy in that movie, which I thought was funny. You know where he's like, "What is uh, the the gift horse? Give a gift horse a horse gift." You know that guy where he would <laughs> yeah. just explain idioms all the time. <laughs> that fucking guy played the German guy in that movie. Yeah, and uh, fucking David Cross was like the was like the <laughs> yeah, David Cross ruled in that movie. That, yeah, that was pretty good. The second one, it's not as good as the first one, and honestly, I didn't think the first one was even that good. I but think I like it better. I thought it was funnier. I think I think there's definitely some redeemable qualities. David Cross, Ke- Keegan Michael Key is the screaming producer who gets mad at everything. <laughs> I kept forgetting their names. Yeah. That was so fucking funny, dude. Yeah, absolutely. I love that man with all my heart. <laughs> Ke- Key, and, Keegan- Key and Peele is like honestly probably the best sketch show I've ever seen. Oh, absolutely. He was he was in a movie recently that just came out. It was like something about teachers. Yeah, that uh, went straight to Netflix. Yeah, we gotta watch that at some point. It was. Ah, we'll, never to it. we'll never get to it, Jelly. There's too much. <laughs> There's too much. Too much. Oh shit! I can't remember. I can't find it either. It's Teacher of the Year or something like that. Te- teacher of the Year. So some some similar to that. Uh, he was also he Keegan Michael Key, fucking hilarious. But back to the final girls. This is a fun idea. Going into a Friday the Thirteenth movie and. You know, especially because, like, the idea is that the girl's mom is dead and she wants to bring her mom out of the movie to bring her back to life or whatever. It's a fun idea. There's a lot of fun here. But, like, there's some parts where, like, the silliness kind of wears off and they just seem to be trying too hard, specifically with the relationship between the girl and her mom. Like, the silliness just wears off and they're just trying too hard. And it's, it's just painful to watch. Hmm. Um, Adam Devine, like Adam Devine, like you said, absolutely hilarious. Thomas Middleditch, fucking hysterical. Uh, a lot of really good performances in this. Surprisingly good. I, yeah. I actually like that uh, that the main girl there. She's um, the sister to the to the mother of Bates Motel. Oh, is that who that is? Yeah. Okay, yeah, because I've I've seen all of Bates Motel, and I recall the character. I just I didn't know who that's that's who that was. No, like in real life. Oh, I thought maybe you meant in the show. That's crazy. Vera Formega. Uh, it's Vera her sister. Formiga. Is that? I, you know what? Now that you mention it, I see it. Yeah. Like I, I see it a lot. It's weird though because Vera Formega plays the, <laughs> the mother of an eighteen-year-old in that. And well, then she's never been a forty, isn't she? I feel like there's a lot of. I feel like there's a lot of time in between. And then here, and then here, this girl who's her sister can't be twenty years younger than her sister. Maybe the, maybe she is. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, dude. Uh, one thing that um, this actually... one was born. This one was born in nineteen ninety four. Tassa Formega. She's younger than us. Apparently, God, God damn it! And then Vera Formega was born in nineteen seventy three. Actually, twenty one years younger. Uh, don't know how that works. <laughs> what the fuck? Are you sure that's not her kid? No, nah, that's their they're, they're sisters. I, I looked it up because I was wondering about that. She does look a lot like her. You're right. Maybe the uh, dad's fucking around. <laughs> yeah, he must be, dude. But like, 
They like they, uh, no, they have to have the same mother and father because they look too similar. <laughs> they do look very similar. They, they look like the same human. That, that that mother must have just like popped the kid out when she was like seventy. Like that's the only the only fucking option here. Because fucking fucking Vera's ever been a forty. I can tell you that. Not even looking up her age. She's forty two. Yeah, she's forty two. <sighs> You're absolutely correct. Oh man, this sister. I might. I might have sex with her. I'd, I'd do both, honestly. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Double trouble. I'd do them both at the same time. How fun would that be? A lot of good times. Good times. Get, get the Formiga sisters? Um, I feel like we haven't really talked about this movie very much. It's it's fun. It's, it is it is a really good movie. Probably one of the stronger movies we watched this I would say this it's probably right? the best we've watched. I think. It's... It's hilariously unbelievable, though. Like, there's not a minute of this script I really believed. Uh, That's which, not really the point, though. Yeah, you know, which is which is fine because it's a comedy, and <clears throat> the idea is just so silly that it's supposed to be hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I really liked I really liked a lot of the people in this movie. Yeah, the performances um, really, really, I think, pulled it together. Because yeah, if if the performances were bad, this might have just been another B B comedy horror. Like like blood sucking bastards. It would have been blood sucking bastards, yeah. Instead, what we get is something that's, you know, it looks a little bit strange on the surface, but if you look underneath, you might find something a little bit charming. Doing a monologue right now. Yeah. Why the fuck are you doing that? <laughs> <laughs> have you really run out of uh, thoughts about this, Chadley? That you're going to do a monologue. I'd say I'd say the final girls. I'd say hundred percent, hundred percent fuck yes. It's a it's a it's, fun. It, role. It, it was definitely. I think this was a better than I expected, honestly, because I didn't know. I I thought we were just in for another. My girlfriend had heard of it, but I'd never heard of it till you brought it up. I knew about it only because Middle Ditch was on a Doug Loves Movies podcast, and he mentioned it. That's the only only reason I know I knew about it. Yeah, and you know what. It's good. It's fun. I rec- I'd recommend it. It's good for the Halloween season. It like honestly, it 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 felt more like uh like a Friday the Thirteenth movie than some of the Friday the Thirteenth movies. Yeah, which is insane, right? <laughs> which is insane because they're they're already going down the silly route. This easily could just be a Friday the Thirteenth movie. And you know what? I wish it was. I like. I really wish that this was a canon Friday the Thirteenth movie. I mean, anyway. I wonder- I understand it'd be pretty hard to get the rights for that. Um, yeah. Want to do some trailer trash? Let's do some trailer trash. Okay, so number do some one. trailer trash, Chadley. Number one, X-Files. New trailer for that. Have you seen that? I'm so excited. Looks fucking good, dude. I don't even know. I've never even really seen the X-Files that much, but I will fucking it's all on it. Netflix. Enjoy, Chadley. Now, I just... episodes. I just get logged your- on. I just logged on to IMDb to see what was up, and... I saw it sitting there, and I, I haven't I haven't watched the trailer yet, but I'm I'm scared to. Hmm. There's a new trailer for the Ridiculous Six. <laughs> that is a uh, straight to Netflix Adam Sandler film. That's the first of his uh, of his four deal, right? Yeah. Oh shit, dude! I'm pressing play. It's happening right now. Oh, it's a Happy Madison production. I would not. I would not expect any less. <laughs> Sandler's on a horse. I, I, let's see. Let's see. I'm, I'm watching it right now as we speak. But let's see if I laugh even once. Okay. Oh, Adam. Whoa, Adam Sandler's doing like 
like gritty cowboy voice. He's doing gritty cowboy voice. Oh my god. We will be watching this, by the way. Oh, absolutely we will. The day it comes out, dude. Holy shit. You gotta see this, dude. Oh my god, it's so racist. Oh my you know what I like about it? He's doing Adam Sandler voice, but he's doing it cowboy. So he's like, how are you, cowboy scoundrels? He's, also doing, and he's doing the Adam Sandler voice, you know? The sock burner was your father. Raise your hand. Luke Wilson is oh, in this goddamn Oh, dude. Tyler, Taylor Lautner plays a dumb guy, and he's just minging it up. Yeah, he's got the full of the black tooth. Oh, <laughs> he's like, oh god dang! Yeah! <laughs> that fucking guy. That, that should be a fun one. It's not gonna be good. No, it's that. gonna be fucking terrible. What if it is though? Like just like What if it's what good? What if it's good? Wouldn't that be a treat? <laughs> oh my god. Sandler, Cruz, Garcia, Lautner, Schneider, Wilson, Forte, Zahn, Kittle, Nolt, Buscemi, Cummings, Lovitz, Spade, Trejo, Swordson, Shelton, Vanilla Ice, Jones, Crawford, McDonald, Patrick, Grant. Holy shit, there's a lot of famous people in this guy. They're all movie. there, hey? Yeah, they're all there. Yeah. December well, Luke, 11th. December Luke, 11th. What are you doing, bro? Yeah, dude, you you were you in fucking Idiocracy, one of the funniest comedies of all time, and now you're doing Sandler? You're, you're, good, you're, friends, never... you're good friends with Wes Anderson, now you're doing Sandler? I don't you'll know if... I don't, think, I don't think Wes will... I don't think Wes will let him come back from that. No, you don't You don't come back from a Sandler film. You never work again once you're in one of those. Yeah. Well, unless, yeah, well, unless it's another Sandler film, because apparently <laughs> he just keeps getting Rob Schneider. <laughs> Oh man, December eleventh though. Buckle up, it's gonna be fun. How about uh, how about the new Star Wars? Oh yeah, I guess that did come out pretty recently. Hey, you look like you're gonna be a good movie, but maybe you know, maybe tone down like the Hitler the Hitler um, mirrorism a little bit. You know, maybe tone it down. I I get it. I get it. Bad guys are bad. We got some uh, some some ball droid in the trailer. He's on sand, if you recall. I do recall. I do recall. I only, I only look at those in those trailers for the ball droid because I don't care about the movie. So, you know who wasn't in the trailer that made me pretty 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 disappointed? Who Oscar Isaac? Or Domino? No, Domino Gleason. It's uh, it's Domino. Domino. No, Domino don't say, Gleason. Don't 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 double syllable it. It's too many syllables. Oh, it's it's Domino. Domino? Domino? Don. Donmo. Domino? Domino. Domino Gleason. Domino Gleason wasn't in this trailer. Oscar Isaac wasn't in the trailer, which makes me think it's likely they're not going to be in the movie that much, which makes me really sad. Yeah. Because I adore Oscar Isaac and, and both those kids, actually. But that being said... Mark Hamill wasn't in the trailer either, and supposedly he's supposed to be in the movie a lot. Yeah. So, yeah. there's there's a lot of speculation. Maybe maybe he's Kylo Ren, but here's the thing: probably not, because Kylo Ren's a skinny man. Not, right? Yeah, because Kylo Ren's a skinny man. Kylo Ren's we'll, a skinny man. Guess we'll find out. I'm not really. 
I'm not, I'm not that excited about it. It should be <laughs> fine. I mean, it'll be Star Wars. It's going to be like, it's going to be some totally. What I kind of like about it, though, is that each each star each one of these star wars trilogies kind of defines the generation that they were made in you know with the style of filmmaking mm-hmm. um like the first one it's like that awesome 80s sci-fi and then the 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 second trilogy is more like you know like hey we just, just we just found out what cg is so early 2000s yeah, bright bright early 2000s sci-fi and then this one's going to be like dark and gritty because that's what that's what the world's all about with lens days. flares lens um flares. I, I i mean it's going to be better than the phantom menace and the attack of the clones like it has well, to be right? you know here's the thing about attack of the clones is that that's a that's a like a 0.5 star movie 0.5 0.5 i'll give attack of the clones the lowest rating i could possibly get <laughs> because Attack of the Clones, dude, it's fucking shit. Like nothing you you can literally go from Phantom Menace to uh, Revenge of the Sith and not miss a single thing. Mm. Okay, well, that's how I do it these days when I watch the whole series. Well, I think we we probably are going to, right? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. When we when we do watch that series eventually, we'll skip over Attack of the Clones. We don't need. To no, watch we're that. watching it. No, no, watch no. Are we yeah, gonna watch, watch Clone Wars? What is that? It's a movie that came out that was like animated. No, this has nothing to do with this series. Yeah, it does. It's canon, dude. Fucking Disney said it's canon. Well, I've seen it, but why <laughs> would we watch it? It's a fucking kids' shit. It's a children's novelization. Fair enough. Fair enough. We'll skip over that one then. Fuck that movie. And we eventually watch Star Wars. Are we Wars. also going to watch the fucking 80 episodes of the TV series? Too? <laughs> are you going to watch the fucking Ewok movies that came out in like the mid 80s? going to watch those fucking, are we going to watch those fucking anime, those fucking anime ones? Because those are actually pretty good. I've heard the new one's pretty awesome, actually. There's a new movie that came out like last month. Um, it's called like Rebels or something like that. Well, that's the, that's part of the new series. Yeah, but there was a movie that came out that was attached to that new series. Okay. Yeah, I don't recall the title, but it well, was we're also watching that. So whatever. Uh, that's the episode. Where are we watching next week? Next week we are going to watch. What are we watching? We're watching Green Inferno. Oh uh, baby, Eli Roth jump, back on jump, deck. Jumping back to Eli Roth. Uh, can expect that to be bad. Then we're gonna watch Jason Goes to Hell. This is another one of these ones that I never I saw. It. I never saw. I guess uh, I looked it up. I guess Freddy Krueger is like in this movie. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Freddy Krueger is in. I don't remember movie. that. In this fucking movie. Um, and then we're gonna finish it off with the gift, Jason Bateman. Uh, I guess that one's pretty good, man. I guess Bateman. 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 Yeah, very exciting stuff. That's the Halloween special. We're going to be eating candy. We're going to be dressed up. It's going to be fantastic. We're going to be dressed. Do I got to dress up? Of course. If we're doing a podcast on Halloween, you're dressing up, Chad. Okay. Yeah. We're going to be doing that on Saturday. If you want to tune in live, just pay attention to your, we'll throw it on Facebook or something. Yeah. Or just f- subscribe on YouTube and it will send you a message every time we go live. So yeah, do that. Subscribe on YouTube. And Don't yeah, be a be- fucking amateur. Subscribe on YouTube, you fucking amateurs. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be doing 
Spoopy Halloween on Saturday. Should be a lot of fun talking about those three fucking movies. Should be good. Thanks for watching this podcast or listening if you're on the